How do we protect our kids from the onslaught of all of these things and more that are anti-God? Redefining marriage, redefining sexuality, redefining gender, and it's just there. Welcome to In Grace with Jim Scudder, Jr. He is the senior pastor of Quentin Road Baptist Church in Lake Zurich, Illinois, as well as the author of Why Life Hurts and co-author of Evangelism Made Simple. Hi, this is Jim Scudder, and you're listening to In Grace. Today, we are continuing our series called Raising Great Kids. And I'll be on a soapbox today for most of my message because I'm going to talk about uh, the things that we allow our kids to watch and to play and to listen to. And we need to be more careful. We need to be smarter as parents in this area. And we're going to talk about you know, what's on the internet, uh, protecting our children from the onslaught. And it is. I mean, today our society has changed so much that we just don't have the Judeo-Christian, you know, base that we used to have. And so there's so many messages that are coming our way. And, you know, some people say, well, I don't want my kids to grow up in a greenhouse. Well, I do. You know, are you going to put a seed, a little teeny plant out you know, out in the weather, or are you going to let it grow stronger and vibrant and and help it along until one day it's out in the, you know, in the sunshine where it could survive? So we're going to talk about this and so much more today here on In Grace, and I think all of us need to really commit to praying for parents. Just before we get into that, I'd like to remind you that we have an Alaska cruise coming up here at In Grace, and it is a wonderful seven-day tour in the most beautiful scenery you'll ever see, and it's a creation cruise. We have a creation speaker, Bruce Malone, coming, and we're going to have a wonderful time with a bunch of our In Grace friends from all over the country as we gather together in Alaska to view God's gorgeous creation and to learn more about it in the evenings as we have times of teaching and worship. If you'd like to check out more information and get a free brochure, let me invite you to go to our website, ingraceradio.com, and then click on travel. I'm so impressed with your kids. They are so brilliant. There was a boy that asked his dad for a dollar. And the dad said, well, you know, when I was a kid, we were so poor, I would never ask for a dollar. I would only ask for a penny. The boy thought for a second and said, hey, dad, can I have 100 pennies? <laughs> brilliant, brilliant children. I actually ran across a brilliant parent in Des Moines, Iowa. We were at, a, I think, a family event and our kids were just being crazy, and they were not being polite, they weren't being responsible or obedient. And the mom says to her kids, you may no longer call me mom because you're acting so crazy. She says, you may now call me Mrs. Paddock. And one of the girls started bawling and sobbing. And I thought that was, that was a hoot. I mean, what a brilliant mom. You may no no longer call me mom. You may call me Mrs. Paddock. And uh, for as parents as brilliant as you are, I'm sometimes astounded how we allow total strangers into our homes. There's an article that I read a number of years ago, which is still applicable today. 
and it's titled The Stranger. A few months before I was born, my dad met a stranger who was new to our small town. From the beginning, dad was fascinated with this enchanting newcomer and soon invited him to live with our family. The stranger was quickly accepted and was around to welcome me into the world a few months later. My parents were complimentary instructors. Mom taught us to love the word of God. Dad taught us to obey it. But the stranger was our storyteller. He could weave the most fascinating tales, adventures, mysteries, comedies, or daily conversations. He could hold our whole family spellbound for hours each evening. If I wanted to know about politics, history, or science, he knew it all. He knew about the past, he understood the present, and seemingly could predict the future. The pictures he could draw were so lifelike, I would often laugh or cry as I watched. The stranger was an incessant talker. Dad didn't seem to mind, but sometimes mom quietly got up and left the room while the rest of us were enthralled by his stories of faraway places. I wonder now if my mom would ever pray that the stranger might leave. You see, my dad ruled our household with certain moral convictions, but the stranger never felt an obligation to honor them. Profanity, for example, was never allowed in our house, not from us, not from our friends, and not from adults. But our longtime visitor, however, used occasional four-letter words that burned my ears and made dad squirm. To my knowledge, though, the stranger was never confronted. My dad was a teetotaler who wouldn't permit alcohol in his home, but the stranger felt like we needed exposure and enlightened us to the other ways of life. He offered us beer and other alcoholic beverages often. He talked freely, much too freely, about sex. His comments were sometimes blatant, sometimes suggestive, and generally embarrassing. I know now that my early concepts of the man-woman relationship were influenced by this stranger. As I look back, I believe it was the grace of God that the stranger did not influence us more. Time after time, he opposed the values of my parents, yet he was seldom rebuked and never asked to leave. We always called him by his initials, TV. <laughs> what do we allow into our homes? And that's a good question. We live in a very modern society with technology that is pumping our lives full of news and entertainment and options. And what are we going to do about that? How are we going to protect ourselves, let alone protect those vulnerable little children in our lives? How are we going to protect them? There's a lot out there that is extremely dangerous to your children. And that's what we're going to talk about today as we go more into detail about raising great kids, raising godly kids. How do we protect them from the streams of media, from television, from music, from games, video games? The American Academy of Child and Adolescent Psychiatry, certainly not an organization I normally would quote, 
But in this case, I think it's important to, to read what they say. Children and adolescents spend a lot of time watching screens, including smartphones, tablets, gaming consoles, TVs, and computers. On average, children 8 to 12 in the United States spend four to six hours a day watching or using screens, and teens spend up to nine hours a day. I mean, that's almost crazy. Now, you know, some kids are using them for the schooling, their education, and I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about everything else. They say, the American Academy of Child and Adolescent Psychiatry say, parents may not always know what their children are viewing or how much time they are spending with screens. Children may be exposed to, and they go through the list of things, violence, risk-taking behaviors, sexual content, negative stereotypes, substance use, cyber bullies and predators, advertising aimed at your children. How do we protect our kids from the onslaught of all of these things and more that are anti-God? Redefining marriage, redefining sexuality, redefining gender, and it's just there. How do we protect them? Do we need to go back into the Stone Age? Do we need to be Amish? <laughs> Even the Amish have electricity now in certain parts of their house. I know where my sister lives in Ohio, they have cell phones, but they have to be in the outhouse. I'm just saying, I don't understand it. No, that's not the answer. You can't just unplug. We live in a society, we have to reach the world and there are good things that we can use with this technology, with these screens, certainly. But I think it's an easy way out to turn it on and let them go. So at the very, very least, it can turn their brain to mush. And uh, if you just plop them in front of a screen all the time, then at the very least, they're not going to have the thinking skills, the ability uh, that they could have had if they did other activities. I'm not saying it's all wrong. I'm just saying we definitely need to be really careful with this. We need to protect them. Now, I'm not saying we're going to be so protective that once they get out of our house, they get blown away by the world. We need to be teaching them. Here a little, there a little. We need to be helping them. One a medical doctor said this. It's been shown scientifically that within minutes of beginning to watch television... The brain changes from the alert brain waves, the beta waves, to the hypnotic waves, which are the alpha waves, where the judgment center of the brain is bypassed. The violence and decadence are accepted by the brain without any moral judgment being applied to it. It then becomes part of the child's permanent subconsciousness. What goes into a child's mind is just as important as what goes into his or her mouth, according to Lorraine Day, medical doctor. How many animals could fit on Noah's Ark? Did the flood really cover the entire earth? If you're wrestling with the answers to these questions, look no further than InGrace's exciting video series, A Tour of Noah's Ark, where Jim Scudder walks through the amazing Ark encounter in Northern Kentucky with Bodie Hodge, the son-in-law of Answers in Genesis founder, Ken Ham. This incredible series will be yours as a thank you for a gift of any amount to InGrace. And when your gift is $35 or more, you will also receive two more video series, a walk through creation with Ken Ham 
and exploring God's oceans. Or get our entire 8-series creation bundle for only $100. Don't miss out on this exclusive opportunity to learn about a young earth and explore the beauty of God's world. Call now, 800-78-GRACE, or order on our secure website, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. We're going to give you some ideas on how to protect your children from the internet, from streaming services, from television, from music, whatever it is. But first, let's go to Scripture, and we'll look at Philippians 4. And this is good advice for all of us, not just parents, but especially parents, and this is good advice for children, too. I think some of, the, some of the best things for your kids to do is use their imagination. And when they're watching something, it's hard to use your imagination because it's all there for you. I love that uh, the old like radio, some of those old radio shows, because you're using your imagination to create imagery in your mind. Reading is even better. Um, just good old-fashioned play, toys that don't have batteries, that don't make noise. Those are the best toys, aren't they? Don't just give in. It's so easy just to hand them a, a tablet or a phone or screen. Don't do that. <clears throat> Why? Because of the wickedness that's available to them um, without you even realizing it's there. Sometimes it's subconscious. We were at a tire store and they had the History Channel on. You would think that's it's not going to corrupt any kid, right? There was a mom and a little kid, probably five-year-old kid, six-year-old kid, girl sitting there. And they had this thing so loud. And I usually like some of the History Channel stuff, but this was, it was in the middle of the day, but it was like talking about aliens and how we got here by aliens. And they were saying like that this is proven fact that this alien race came and seeded us and now we're here because of aliens. I mean, they said it just like it was science. I, I couldn't believe it. And it was blasting and this poor little girl was absorbing this nonsense. I just felt like getting up and preaching, you know. I should have just got up and turned it off. Well, Philippians 4.8 says this. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, we're to think on these things. Think on these things. So what do we do? Well, we don't want to think on those things that are sinful, that are wrong, that are against God. And what we fill our mind with is important, right? That we think on those things that are good. So what's coming in to your home? What's coming into your, to your phone? What's there so easily for the kids to get? Well, these are actually statistics from 2006, and I know it's not gotten better. I'm, I'm positive these numbers are probably doubled by now. Okay, 12% of all websites are pornographic. 4.2 million pornographic websites, 420 million pornographic web pages, 68 million daily pornographic search engine requests. 25% of total search engine requests are for pornography, according to the Internet Filter Review, 2006. What is that today? Who knows? It's not gotten better, for sure. And almost 80% of youth... Unwanted exposure to pornography happens in your home. Okay? Let that sink in. What are you going to do? 
whatever you have to do to protect them. I'm not tech savvy. Well, you need to get tech savvy. You need to find someone that is. You need to get help. You need to make sure you have it protected, filtered, monitored. You don't give your kid a device. You know, we've had a school rule for many years that the kids don't have phones. And it served us well. And you say, oh, that's so legalistic. Well, you can call it whatever you want to call it. But there are giants of industry, giants of tech that don't give their kids phones. Some of the main ones don't let their kids have phones. They see the danger of it. So why are you doing it? So that's one thing, but it's not just that. It's uh, don't just let them be in a room with a laptop. Make sure it's in a public place. Make sure it has some content filter. Make sure you set up some things. Okay, I don't think we can live today without the internet, which is a horrible statement. I can't believe I just said that, but it's probably true. So it's something that we probably are gonna have to have or need to have unless you have an absolute horrible time with that, then get rid of it. Just somehow get through life without it. But most of the time with accountability, there's software that you can put on every device that is monitored by a friend that you trust. And uh, it gives a report. We have it with all of our staff in our church, our male staff, and uh, some of the uh, women want that too. So we provide that and you can get that and we can help you with that. If you have any questions with accountability, with filtering, with uh, making sure that your kids don't get into that, because once it happens, it will destroy them. It could literally affect them the rest of their life, and they will have a struggle with that. And you know, with God, you can overcome anything, but it would be so much better if they didn't have to go through that. And then they're going to have a skewed understanding of a sexuality. Their marriage is going to be affected. All of these things are going to come up because that we weren't more careful with the internet with movies and all these other things. And there's all sorts of ways to password protect on and on and on. Now, your kids are, are really, really smart. I already told you that. They're brilliant. So you have to stay on top of this and talk to your kids. Don't just you know, lock everything up and then never say anything about it. Let's talk about pornography. Talk about all these things. Talk about how horrible these things are and how harmful they are. Another concern of mine, an area of concern, is ungodly friends. Now, how do we reach the world? How do your kids reach other kids, but you're still protecting them? Um, it's a tough one. It really is. So we have youth ministries here where you know, we can bring kids to the church and we can have programs and give them the gospel. But my parents wouldn't just let us go over to people's houses. We didn't do that unless it was dedicated church people that we knew really, really well. Okay, so really be protective. Don't just be permissive on letting them go here and there and everywhere because it can happen so easily. Even your relatives, even their cousins that aren't godly will get them into stuff that will hook them the rest of their life. So be very guarded with ungodly friends. Don't allow just them to go everywhere. Just say, say no a lot, okay? But, you know, make sure they have a good life. Make sure they have fun, um, but protect them. Protect them. Have that relationship with them. You know, they don't have to be at your side every last second. I've seen that too, where it, that's not good for them either. You want them to have friends. You want, and maybe have people over to your house, but you're always there. You're always watching them. You're in control. So there's ways to do that. We'll talk more about that in the question section. How about video games? You know, <laughs> when I was young, the video games were... Uh, 
Tetris and Pac-Man and, you know, it, I don't know, Atari stuff. Uh, I think they've gotten a little more advanced, pretty sure. So, and I know a lot of it is, you know, stealing cars and shooting people and all that. You need to protect them from that kind of stuff. You really do. You know, let's say they're really into a game and all of a sudden you, maybe you should sit there with them. And if you see a bunch of ungodly stuff, violence or whatever, say, pull the plug, throw it away. Say, we're not going to do that anymore. Explain why. Now, they're not going to like you for a little bit, but they're going to respect you, that you're doing it for them to protect them. Uh, Be careful with video games. Don't let them get absorbed into that. Allow them to play certain games. Make sure they're, they're safe. Make sure they're wholesome and don't let them do it all the time. Maybe do it as a reward. If they've done a good job or whatever it is, give them a little bit of time to do that. Let them have fun. We're not saying don't let them have fun, but we're just saying protect them. Uh, Music is another thing. People say, ah, it's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, have you ever listened to the lyrics? On one of our In Grace episodes, we talked about uh, one world government and the Antichrist. And I read the lyrics to Imagine, John Lennon. And they just played it at the Olympics, at the opening ceremony. And it's so like, Tribulation, it's unbelievable. But you hear it, it sounds nice, and you're not paying attention. The lyrics out there, actually the music itself is immoral, comes out of an immoral generation. The music, not just the lyrics. So be careful with all of that. Protect your kids, say no to them. Give them an alternative. Give them some good godly music to listen to, but they don't have to always have something in their ears, okay? They say, well, my kid shuts the door and I can't control them. Take the door off. Take it off. It's your house. Oh, oh, you'll get their attention if you take the door off. I'm serious. Okay. Um, other things like texting. Of course, if they don't have a phone, they can't text. But either way, protect them from that. And of course, social media. All of these things can create a false image. Like you have to be this person and no one is. So it's literally killing our kids, some of these things, especially our young ladies and all the TikTok nonsense and stuff like that. Just limit that, protect it. Don't let them do it. Just don't let them do it. You say, wow, you are really old-fashioned. I don't know. I don't want to be old-fashioned, but I certainly don't want our children to be vain and corrupt and thinking that that's important in life when it's not. It's not. We'll definitely talk more about all of this tomorrow, protecting our children from the onslaught that is in the media, on the internet, in the music and movie industries. Uh, We really need to do better as parents and grandparents. I think, you know, grandparents, aunts, uncles, we can all come together and help each other. You know, let's say you have, your kids are raising kids. Well, you know, graciously steer them and guide them. Sometimes parents are just oblivious. They're just not, because of the, the you know craziness of life, they don't really realize what might be happening. So as we, uh, now that I'm a grandparent, we can come in and kind of guide and help our kids see some of these issues that could be hurting our children. Raising great kids again, more tomorrow and the rest of this week here on In Grace. Right before we go though, you've been hearing us talk about the Raising Great Kids series. You can get this entire CD series, every message that we've been teaching, it's on a CD and you can get it from us here at In Grace. Go to 
our website, ingraceradio.com. And for a gift of $12, we would love to send that to you. We also are thanking those of you that give to InGrace this month with a really exciting video. The video is called A Tour of Noah's Ark. How did all the animals fit on the ark? You know, how did the water cover the whole earth? We take you on an actual full-size ark and we show it to you. So if you would like to give a gift of any amount to InGrace to make sure we stay on the radio, to make sure we're giving the gospel to more people, let me thank you by sending you a tour of Noah's Ark four-part full video series. And uh, you'll love that. Now, if your gift is $35 or more, let me send you two more creation videos. One is a walk through the Creation Museum with Ken Ham. And the other is one of my favorite videos, Exploring God's Ocean. Don't forget to get the video series, A Tour of Noah's Ark, for your gift of any amount. When your gift is $35 or more, you will also receive two more video series, A Walk Through Creation with Ken Ham and Exploring God's Oceans. Or get our entire eight series creation bundle for just $100. Call 800-78-GRACE. Go to ingraceradio.com or write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Thank you for joining us on InGrace Radio with Jim Scudder, Jr. InGrace is a member of the Evangelical Council for Financial Accountability. Our goal is to share the light of Jesus to a darkening world, helping you find hope, gain purpose, and be a light. You can be that light today by joining our mission to spread the gospel around the world. Just call us, 800-78-GRACE, or go online, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Tune in tomorrow as we continue to explore God's Word and His world on InGrace Radio. Radio.